Today, winners and losers, AI versus PMI. Hello again, it's Martin North from Digital Finance Analysis, one that is post covering finance and property news. Well, it was a confusing day on the markets on Thursday as AI-related stocks drove higher on NVIDIA results, whilst weak purchasing managers indices, the PMIs, from Australia and Japan, together with Fed signals for higher rates for longer, saw Asian traders favour the dollar as business activity in both countries slowed through February. NVIDIA Corp rose by as much as 10% in the US on aftermarket trade after clocking stronger than expected fourth quarter earnings, while its revenue guidance for the current quarter was also above street estimates. Revenue in the current period will be about $24 billion, the company said in the statement on Wednesday. Analysts had predicted about $21.9 billion on average, and results in the fourth quarter also sailed past Wall Street estimates. Insatiable demand for its artificial intelligence accelerators, the highly prized chips that crunch data for AI models, has helped power a proliferation of chatbots and other generative AI services, which can create text and graphics based on simple prompts. And companies such as Amazon, Meta, Microsoft and Alphabet are NVIDIA's largest customers accounting for nearly 40% of its revenue as they rush to invest in hardware for AI computing. So this is a little bit of a positive feedback loop, or maybe sandcastles built on each other. We'll see. Accelerated computing and generative AI have hit the tipping point, said Chief Executive Officer Jensen Hyang in a statement. Demand is surging worldwide across companies, industries and nations. For the three months ended December 31st, NVIDIA announced earnings per share of $5.16 on revenue of $22.1 billion. Analysts had anticipated an EPS of $4.64 on a revenue of $20.55 billion. Data Center, a gauge of AI demand, saw revenue swell to $18.4 billion, up 409% from a year earlier, and again beating estimates of 17.06 billion amid the rising demand for its AI GPUs, including the H100. The gaming business saw revenue jump 56% to $2.87 billion in the fourth quarter year on year, while the automotive sector slipped 4% to $281 million. The beat comes even as data center sales in China declined significantly in the fourth quarter due to US government licensing requirements, the company said, as an AI-led surge in demand for chips helped ease the hit from the US chip export ban to China. In fact, the company has scaled down the capability of its products in order to continue to sell in that region, which in the past has accounted for a quarter of its revenue. For the fiscal quarter one, revenue is expected to be $24 billion, give or take 2%, topping analyst estimates of around $22 billion. A non-GAAP gross margin is expected to be 76.3% and 77% respectively, plus or minus 50 basis points. NVIDIA's earnings helped further the notion that increasing demand for AI will help push up global chip demand, which was still reeling from a sharp downturn in tech investment 
in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. The rush into AI development was sparked largely by the release of the generative AIs, such as OpenAI's ChatGTP program, which had spurred several major tech firms to roll out their own similar offerings. Shares of advanced micro devices, Broadcom, and Marvel Technologies, three other chip makers expected to benefit from AI growth, also gained in late trading. And shares of major Asian semiconductor companies surged on Thursday, tracking those gains in NVIDIA. Japanese semiconductor testing equipment maker Avantest Corp, which is also an NVIDIA supplier, rose 5.1% and was within sight of a record high. Taiwan's TSMC, the world's biggest contract chip maker and a key NVIDIA supplier, rose 1% and was also close to record highs. South Korea's SK Hynix, which makes high-speed memory chips, which are integral to AI development, and which is also in partnership with NVIDIA, jumped nearly 4%, while Taiwan's Honhai Precision Industry Co., also known as Foxconn, rose 0.5%. And other chip makers or chip-adjacent stocks advance. The Japanese tech investment giant SoftBank Group, rose 4.6%, tracking overnight gains in its British chip designing unit Arm Holdings, which recently saw its market capital double on its exposure to AI. And Tokyo Electron, Japan's biggest chip maker by value, rose 3.9%, while fiberglass product maker Nitto Busky jumped 8% after Morgan Stanley analysts upgraded the stock to overweight on the prospect of increased demand for special glass from the AI industry. And semiconductor maker Dippon Screen Manufacturing jumped nearly 10% and was the best performer on Japan's Nikkei 225 index. Gains in tech also saw the Nikkei reach an intraday record high, crossing levels last seen back in 1989, before the unwinding of a massive speculative bubble through the 1990s and 2000s. And of course, the question here is, is this a bubble in tech, a replay of the dot-com boom or something different? Well, we'll see. However, elsewhere, most Asian currencies retreated on Thursday, while the dollar stemmed recent losses, as a slew of signals from the Federal Reserve showed that the central bank was likely to keep interest rates higher in the near term. The dollar index and dollar index futures both steadied in Asian trade after retreating sharply from three-month highs this week, although the prospect of further losses in the greenback possibly now appear limited. The minutes of the Fed's late January meeting showed that the bank was in no hurry to reduce interest rates in the near term. Addresses from several Fed officials this week also reiterated this hawkish stance, with policymakers citing concerns over sticky inflation. The messaging saw traders steadily pricing down expectations for rate cuts in May and even June, which bodes poorly for Asian currencies as the gap between risky and low-risk yields remains narrow. This notion kept most Asian currencies trending weaker. On Thursday, the Chinese yuan fell 0.1%, slipping back towards the 7.2 level as investors remained doubtful over an economic rebound in the country. Bigger losses in the yuan were held back by signs of government intervention in currency markets this week. The Japanese yen weakened 0.1% and was back above the 150 level to the dollar, as the prospect of higher for longer US rates pointed to a sustained gap between local and US yields. 
and weaker than expected PMI data also cast a pall over the yen, as manufacturing activity shrank further in February, while growth in services worsened. Still, markets remained on watch for any intervention in currency markets by the Japanese government, following some verbal warnings from ministers last week, but the yen remained pinned at three-month lows. Broader Asian currencies moved in a flat range as well. The Singapore dollar trod water, while the South Korean won rose 0.2% after the Bank of Korea left interest rates unchanged and signalled no immediate plans to begin loosening monetary policy. The Aussie dollar was flat. Its preliminary PMI data for February showed sustained weakness in business activity. The Juno Bank Flash Australia Composite PMI output index posted 51.8 in February, up from 49 in January. The latest readings signalled that private sector activity returned to growth for the first time in five months and at the fastest rate since April 2023. However, while Australia's private sector activity improved midway into the first quarter, the growth was driven solely by the services sector, where service providers reported increased inquiries from a widening customer base supporting an expansion in output and employment. But, in contrast, manufacturing new orders fell again, sending production down at the fastest rate since the worst of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. Manufacturers continue to see high interest rates and soft conditions dampening demand. The divergence was likewise observed for new export business as well. But higher cost inflation as input price inflation rose in February after falling the previous months is a concern. Price increases were attributed to high labour costs and input material costs, and consequently selling prices rose at a faster and above average rate. And combined with recent stronger than expected wage price index data, which was driven largely by a raft of negotiated settlements across both the private and public sectors, which were released by the way on Wednesday, that drove traders to price in a greater chance that the Reserve Bank of Australia will keep interest rates higher for longer. Which brings us back to this dilemma. Will the wave of momentum in AI be strong enough to support the global economy? Or will this be a bit of a flash in the pan? And will those other factors, higher for longer interest rates, bite back? We will see. I'm Martin North from Digital Finance Analytics. Many thanks for watching, and I'll see you again next time.